It's me. Good morning. Psycho921. And I'm kidding. I don't feel upset. I feel. I do feel kind of like a tension, but also kind of like sense of peace. I don't know what the deal is with my mind. I wish I knew. I wish. I could change it. But it's a part of who I am, you know. People who suffer from depression are basically people who suffer from depression. I mean, I can't really put my finger on it. I can't tell you why. I feel like I try to talk about it because I think it helps when people hear about it. They hear things that they feel from somebody else, so I feel like it feels better. Um, But I mean, life is such a mixed bag. It's such a mixed bag. You have to be thankful for all of it. Um, I think the other day I was thinking about it. And it feels like it's just like a thorn. In your side. That no one put in. And no one can take out. You know. But it feels like, man, if only this thing wasn't inside of my body, then my life would be different. And I don't know if that's true. It's weird because some people don't succeed in life because of their mental health issues. It's hard to in a world obsessed with growth and persistence, consistency grit, hustle, whatever. And it's like, not everyone will have the capacity to do that because that's not how everyone is like. You know, I used to care about money. I used to want to be successful because that's what I was taught I had to be. But then I realized like, I'm a person, you know, people are born, they die, things are expected of them, whatever. But in my life, I've kind of seen that we teach people to obsess over themselves. So I don't really think people are so much concerned about my success as much as their own or their children's. But I feel like, you know, where does that leave me? What am I to do about that in regards to my purpose? I still want to help people. I just have a hard time getting to the point of doing what I want to do, which is help women and men with infertility and like help parents 
council parents and maybe kids. I don't know. Maybe one day kids. Kids are cool. I don't know if I could be a teacher because sometimes I just get like lost. As a teacher, I can't manage kids as their assistant, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like, I don't know, sometimes it's like, you can, you can just sense that something's wrong and you're trying to look for the words or the language or the reason why, but there is none. It's just empty. But I feel like there's a reason why I feel pain, you know, there's like a loneliness to it, a coldness to it a darkness to it and it feels like warmth and light and joy is out of reach but it's kind of like at the same time you know that's not true because you've kind of evolved or grown with your depression and seen it come and go so many times to where it's like you know it's not gonna beat you but that doesn't mean it won't challenge you that doesn't mean it won't threaten you that doesn't mean it won't give these blows of hopelessness. Look at all those seagulls. I train at my job at 11. I feel like since I work with a family, Sort of, pretty much, basically, which I didn't know. I mean, it feels like they don't trust me, but it's like, I don't really want to think about it as like a, I don't want to feel like I have a lot of pressure because one thing I'm learning is, as an empath or highly sensitive person, I'd say if you are one too, I'd say about 90% of the feelings you have on the day-to-day, -day, if you're with around if you're around other people or with other people, 90% of your feelings probably just belong to them. And they're just not yours, you know? And I'm learning now, barely, you know, at 32 and a half, like, those aren't mine. They're not my feelings. And sometimes, you know, the more I think about it, I think, well, the feelings that they give me how much of those feelings are theirs and how do they really feel? You know, I think about this girl. She's like 15 and her, it's her parents like thing they're doing. And I just think about her, you know, and I think about my life at 15 and 16 and, you know, she's kind of, it's interesting because she, I'm sure she was brought up privileged going to private school with wealthy parents. But then I just think of how she speaks and her life, you know, and I feel like I would just wonder if she chose this. But then I think like, well, I want to work with her, you know, and I want to like, I just think about my own teen years and how I didn't get a lot. I didn't have a lot, 
there's like a lot of pain, you know, from that, those couple years, few years of my life. And, you know, it's really sad to think about that stuff in my past. But I think of her life and my life and our teenagers, and I think of, well, sure, your parents give you all the stuff, but they struggle, you know, they feel stress, and rich people take a lot of risks, and I can't do that because, I don't know, is that good for you? And I didn't have to deal with that. I remember when I was 16, this might make me cry. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. My mom was in the hospital for her depression and my dad was in El Salvador and I don't know where my sister was. I think she was with her kid somewhere. So it was just me and my, my older sister just trying to figure stuff out. And I'll never forget it, you know. We went to the grocery store. We had like an EBT card or whatever. And we just bought a ton, a ton of food. Like filled it up to the brim of the shopping cart. And just did what we could because we didn't know what to do. And I remember we stuffed a ton of clothes into the washing machine. And it didn't really wash well because we overstuffed it and I remember just kind of giving up and not applying myself in school and that was really hard for me I remember at one point I was living with my brother and he'd leave work at seven something and I would leave for school at around the same time and I got into this habit where I would I would um I would ride my bike around the block for maybe 15 or 20 minutes and then I would go back to his place. Well, I had a room there for a little bit and I would just hang out there. And then for second period, I went to Venice High. So there was a second period homeroom and then we went to nutrition. So I went to second period homeroom, which was my AP class. And then I just went to that class and then Nutrition came along and I just walked out. I just walked out to school and I would just walk back to his place. It was like maybe four blocks away. And. And I would just hang out. I would listen to music on my CD player or maybe it was my sister's. I would paint. I would draw. I think I painted a lot. There was this girl I liked on MySpace. Her friend went to my school, and I remember doing a painting of her, and 
I didn't finish it, but I think it's somewhere at my mom's. But anyway, um, it's just what I kind of did in that time. And, and then I think we had fourth period, then lunch, or third period, and then lunch. No, fifth period, and then lunch. I'm not sure. I think it was fifth period, and then lunch, and then sixth period. So I would get home after nutrition, then I'd leave when lunch started. I would eat lunch, hang out with some kids at school, and then I would either go back home or go to sixth period. And it's funny because if you weren't me, you would probably notice it. If you were in my classes, you would see me for second period, and then you wouldn't see me during fourth but then you would maybe see me at lunch. And I just think that's that's really sad. But that's how life is sometimes, you know? I don't think it messed with my future that much. I mean, you never know, right? Um, But I think about this other girl and I think about what the difference is because I had, had so much freedom. Even though it was sad. And I lacked, I think, parents for a little while. But, you know, she has her parents and I'm sure her own room. Um, and, but still, I'm sure there's some kind of pain there, you know, or maybe like feeling trapped or choices. And... I think about that. Sometimes we try to deal with our depression by taking on someone else's or thinking about someone else a lot. Because ours is just too much. There's just a lot I'm overwhelmed about sometimes, you know, with this whole donor thing. And I don't know if I told you, but I matched with the son on Ancestry. And so I haven't really reached out to their, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I'm sure they're the parent, but it's like on the website, it says it's just managed by them. But I just don't want to reach out. It's just so much, just so much that you of yourself that you you put on the table you know and I don't want to do that again sometimes I feel like it's a different kind of heartbreak you know but I want to meet him I want to meet them if they want. I don't think it would take my depression away. Because that stuff's just a part of your life, you know. My mom had it real bad. and She had family. And other people have it. They have family. Or they have wealth. They have health. And they still have it, you know. And I just, I think I'm at the point in my life where I have to accept it. 
but then you do have to fight it a little bit. But I do, you know. Do I want to meet him? I don't really like talking about this stuff too much on here. I always want to go into detail, but I want to respect other people, you know? But I don't know. It would be nice. But you you can't really do that. Because those kids have their own families and parents and lives. and But who knows, you know? Maybe I will reach out at some point this year, but this year I'm not supposed to have expectations. Is that healthy, though? I'm just telling myself to at least try. To at least try not to expect anything. And just try to perform. And then last night, I realized, like, if I only need to focus on my purpose in life, and I need not have expectations, then what I do for my life better give me meaning, and it better be enjoyable. And it was kind of a, an epiphany I had where I'm like, wow, I really have to work towards doing the thing I love for the rest of my life. Because I won't expect anything if I love it so much. I would just live out my obligation, you know, to the universe or to God or to my community or communities and have a have a ball or have a blast and take the good with the bad but still be kind of happy you know like those people who do something they love and they're just happy all the time and I don't think I'm there because I'm so scared of failing or being in so much debt but I think sometimes things call you 